What are some things that you're still doing in your business, even though you know it's just not quite right for you anymore, but because of the time, the energy, the money that you spent, you just think, oh, I better stick to it. Hello and welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation and I help ex-corporate professionals just like you to overcome the obstacles of growing your own business now that you're the boss. As a business and mindset coach, I know how easy it can be for you to get stuck, go round in circles, or to make life harder than it needs to be. So that's why in each episode, I'll be sharing practical ways to make sure that you're designing the right business for you, showing you how you could rapidly transform your mindset and to give yourself permission to use the strategies that will really work best for your entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode 124. Today, let's talk about some of the decisions that we make in business and also in life that actually it's not the most sensible decisions for us to be sticking with, but we're just being stubborn or we're being ruled more by emotion or the feeling that, oh, we've come so far that we better just keep going, even though it could be taking us down a path that really is just going to continue to be the wrong path for us. Well, there's been countless times that I've done that and also seen business owners and some clients doing that as well. So I want to share some of those stories with you today and allow us to really question some of those things that we might be contemplating right now or considering and allowing ourselves to think about, are we actually making the right decisions based upon what's right for us moving forward and not based upon the past? In essence, this is all to do with the sunk cost fallacy and what a fallacy it is. But before we dive into that, I want to make sure that you've taken my free Get Out Your Way quiz. Because in less than two minutes, you'll get to see clearly what could really be holding you back from consistent results and growth in your business. You'll discover which of the three fundamental elements from the rapid transformation formula that you should really focus on immediately. Will it be your design, your mindset, or your strategies? I'll then send you some free resources and practical tips on how you can fine-tune, strengthen or overhaul these elements based upon your personalised results. Simply go to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz to take the free Get Out Your Way quiz now. I'm going to share a very personal story with you to illustrate this. So it's not business related at all. And you'll get a little bit of an insight into my crazy life that I have here with especially my wife and family. So let me take you back about eight months ago. And this was when our youngest son, Zachariah, had been born and we were all kind of settled into our new life together. And we had had lots of people come to visit him, cousins, family, friends. And one of my big cousins, um, Babs, who lives outside of Glasgow, she had messaged to say that she'd love to come and meet him. And her husband and her youngest son were going to come on Sunday and to see if we were around. And we were. And I was like, yep, perfect. Come on over. And that weekend, I can't remember why, but our two older boys 
managed to get a sleepover at my mom and dad's house. So we had Saturday night basically in the house and Saturday I was sleeping away. So we watched nice movies and it was just a nice relaxing weekend. But we really didn't do any kind of domesticated things. So it came to Sunday morning. You know, we obviously were looking after Zachariah, but we then kind of were a little bit lazy. And we'd already decided that we were going to bake scones, or should I say Shireen was going to bake scones. And so that was all sorted, but we had some major cleaning up or tidying up to do around the house. And my cousin, she said that, well, they would come after her son had finished his basketball game. So she gave me a kind of a a rough time and I just thought it'll be probably later than that. So even though we knew that they were coming and we had a lot of tidying up to do, am I stressing this point enough? And this was the first time they were visiting us in this house since we'd actually moved as well. We decided it would be a great idea to start watching a movie and then we decided to have a little bit of a nap. Then we got into action and we were tidying up and it was like this frantic kind of moment. Shireen had started to bake the scones, they went into the oven and she was still going, right, I need to have a shower, I need to have a shower. And I said, well, we need to get some clotted cream to go with these lovely scones. So I said, okay, you keep sorting the house out as much as you can. I'll then come back, you can go for a shower, I'll look after Zakaria and everything will be fine. But probably we were about like 30 minutes away from the time that they said that they should be at our house. But I was still thinking, oh, that's not going to happen. They'll be a bit later. So I literally went across the road to the shop at Tesco. And my intention was to basically go there, get the clotted cream and get back home all within the space of five minutes. But I get there and there's no clotted cream. And I was just like, okay. And then I got a text message from her to say, we're about 15 minutes away. And I was like, oh, oh. So I pick up the phone and I've tried to phone Shireen just to give her the heads up. But my wife does not live by her phone being by her side. And we actually don't have a house phone that's plugged in in this house either. So I thought, kept trying to phone, kept trying to phone. And I thought, oh, I've not heard from her. And then I had a bright idea thinking, well, she's in the house. She's pottering around. I sent a broadcast message to our Alexa. So basically it would announce throughout the kitchen and the room that they're coming in 15 minutes. And I thought that's a sensible thing because in my head, I thought I've still not got the clotted cream. We need the clotted cream for these scones. So I'd already left the house and tried to get the cream. And I thought, well, I've already wasted that time. Let me just keep going. So I get back in the car and I thought, well, there's a shop attached to the Tesco filling station, which is just another five minutes down the road. Let me go and get the clotted cream for there. I go there and I walk in and there's no clotted cream. And I'm thinking, okay, but now I'm farther away from the house. And I thought, oh, I've no clotted cream. I get a message from Babs there to say, oh, we've taken the wrong turning. We're a bit later than we are expecting. And I'm like, okay, well, that buys me another few minutes. And then I keep driving and I end up in a bigger supermarket. And then I get clotted cream, I get into the car, and then I'm driving. And I've probably been out the house now for at least 40 minutes. And Shireen phones me and she's like, where are you? And I was saying, well, I'm just on the expressway coming home. And she's like, the expressway. And I'm like, 
yeah, I'll explain when I get back. And she's like, they're here. And I'm like, yeah, I know. They'd be messaging me and I sent you a broadcast message. She's like, and literally she put down the phone and I was like, oh, oh, I'm in trouble here. So I zoomed down the expressway and it turns out actually that I had taken the house key as well. So they were like, knock, knock, knocking. Shireen had still tried to tidy up the house and she hadn't been in for a shower yet. They were like just trying to get into the house and they managed to get in the back door, etc. But it was just a bit of a, a comedy sketch. So I get home and I'm thinking, what am I going to be faced with here? But I came in with my prized clotted cream tub and I walk in and do all the hugs and everything. This is obviously before COVID time. And that's why they were obviously in our house in the first place. And I was like, where's Shireen? And my cousin said, oh, she's upstairs. I basically told her to go and just get ready, relax, and we'll just seat ourselves. And they were playing with the wee man. So I went upstairs and I was like, try to explain to Shireen what happened. And she was just like, just not entertaining it. So I thought, okay, right, well, I'll deal with that afterwards. So I came back downstairs and my cousin, and she's a great cousin, and we're always in having laughs inside our family WhatsApp group. And she's obviously sending this whole message in our family WhatsApp group, or I think I was as well, to update them with all that was happening. And she was just laughing. She's like, all I heard Shireen say was, the expressway. <laughs> and I was like, fine. So long, long story short. The clotted cream was amazing with the scones that were amazing. Shireen came down, did have a smile on her face. We managed to kind of laugh about it in terms of our stupidity and how basically the whole day was just one big mess or lazy mess after the other because we could have been so organised, but instead we just chose not to actually make the best decisions. But what does this have to do with clotted cream? Well, after I went to the first shop, I should have just made a sensible decision to say, do you know something? Let's just go back home, get sorted, tidy up. They're going to be here soon. If I need to, I can then jump out when they're here to go and get clotted cream. Or actually, we could have scones with butter and jam. It's not the end of the world. But every time I then went further and further, honestly, I kept feeling like, well, if I go home now, then it'll be a complete waste of that time because I won't have had the clotted cream. But how many times do we do that in life? Because that effectively is the sunk cost fallacy in action there. Instead of making a rational or a logical decision based upon the future, a goal or some sensible stuff, we can be so heavily influenced by the feeling of the emotional investment that we've already put into something and it feels hard to then abandon it. So we just keep on going. That could be down to how much we've already spent in terms of money on something, the time we put on something, the effort, the energy, but all of that's gone, but we still stick with it. And how many times have you done that? And be honest with yourself. And I hear this many times when it comes to business owners, where a business owner might stick with using a piece of software that drives them crazy, or it doesn't help them to do what they need it to do. But oh, I've been paying for it for years now. Do you know I mean, I've spent so much time learning it and it drives me crazy, but I'm going to stick with it because it just feels like a waste if they were to forget that and actually go and choose a different software. 
or even marketing. So if something's not working, it can then sometimes feel hard to change it because, oh, we spent so much time creating that video series. Or in my case, I remember years and years ago, I had written a 45-page ebook. Yes, seriously, 45 pages. And when I would speak to people who had downloaded it and asked them, honestly, did you read it? They're like, eh, the first couple of pages. But I kept going, oh, I spent all that time writing the book and it did take me quite some time to swap that from a marketing activity as well. And I even remember when I had a car a couple cars ago and the engine management light came on and they actually at one point told me that we might have to replace the engine quite blasé, the BMW garage said when I went and I was just like, seriously? And at that point I thought, right, something needs to change. But up until that point, I kept thinking, keep going, keep going. Well, I've already spent this amount, spend another couple of hundred. And I think I ended up spending about £3,000 trying to fix this and it still wasn't solving the problem. And this is also one of the main reasons I think that a lot of people stick to doing a job or sometimes even their business, and they know that it's not right for them. They're miserable at it. They're not enjoying it. It's not fulfilling them. But there can be that sense of, oh, well, I spent this amount of years studying to be in this profession. I've now worked in this company for X amount of years. And, well, I've now built up this length of service or pension. And actually, they end up just sticking to it because of the time that they put in there, even though the flip side is that they potentially will continue for the rest of their career doing something that they absolutely hate doing just because they didn't want to make that change. And I know I'm sounding a bit flippant around that and there might be other factors around it, but ultimately, a lot of times it comes down to that fear or that reluctance to let go of what we've already put into the game or into our career or into our business, even if it's not serving you or even sometimes your company or who you're working with anymore either. And one thing that I have absolutely done that really helped me to embrace the, you know, if it's not working, forget it and move on, is when it comes to books. I love reading books. But many years ago, I used to find myself sticking with a book just because I'd started it, even though I wasn't getting anything from it or it was quite a chore or hard work. But that's one thing for me. I just go, if it's not talking to me, if it's not resonating, seriously, forget it, just move on. And if you've ever worked with me or heard me speak or listened to any podcast previous episodes, you might have heard me talk about this philosophy that I like using is what's your best thinking right now? And this was one of my mentors, Michelle Clark, who shared this with me many, many years ago, and it stuck with me since. And that for me helps me to give myself permission to think about, well, okay, even though I decided to invest in something or put that time or that attention into something, or make that decision, I can still change that going forward. So if it's not working for me, then I can go, well, my best decision right now, or my best thinking right now, is to change and actually move on. So now over to you. What's something that you're currently still sticking with, or 
holding on to because of the sunk cost fallacy. That feeling that you're just thinking, oh, but I've spent this amount of time or money or energy or training or whatever already. And that's outweighing that logical decision in terms of, do you know something? I actually would be much better off just changing or course correcting. And I'd love you to think about what potentially won't happen if you still stick to what you're doing because of what you've already lost. It's sunk, it's away, it's not going to make a difference now. But it can make a difference to your future if you stick to something that's not right for you. So let me leave you with that, ponder on it, let me know if that resonates with you. You can always reach out to me by connecting with me on LinkedIn or Instagram or dropping me an email hello at rapidtransformation.co.uk. You can find out all the show notes here and also any of the links of how to contact me by going to rapidtransformation.co.uk or slash 124. So I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Honestly, for me, it feels like we have a two-way conversation. And if I'm talking along and something resonates, then just talk back to me. Who cares? (laughs) It doesn't matter if you are out and about and people think you're a bit mad. Just pretend we're on the phone. It's all good in my world. So I look forward to sharing more with you next week. But until then, make sure you really think about the decisions that you're making and make sure they are the right decisions for you and your business. Bye for now. Before you go, make sure that you've taken the free Get Out Your Way quiz. Because in less than two minutes, you'll get to see clearly what could be really holding you back from consistent results and growth in your business. You'll discover which of the three fundamental elements from the Rapid Transformation formula that you should really focus on immediately. Will it be your design, your mindset, or your strategies? I'll then send you some free resources and practical tips on how you can fine-tune, strengthen, or overhaul these elements based upon your personalized results. Simply go to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz to take the free Get Out Your Way quiz now.